I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to October's Very Owned, a podcast about Drake with me, Dan, and Eric. Hello. And this is, um, I feel like I need to explain if you haven't been listening. <laughs> We've been talking about Drake every single episode, every day. Every day of October. For an entire month. Um, we had a lot of cool guests on over the last 30 yeah. episodes. Who were some of your favorites? Um, we had, I don't. I didn't really care for any of the guests that we had, <laughs> yeah, if I'm being honest, but yeah. I just thought I had... You're just being polite, right? I'm now. being polite. You're being polite. Yeah. Um, um, some were okay. Yeah. Some were okay. Some were great. Some were some were some were better, a little bit better than okay. Yeah. I liked the one that wasn't you. Whenever they yeah, were speaking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, same. But you know, we had these. No, I'm kidding. We had very good guests. They were great. Um, it was but, like kind of a public forum for Drake. Yeah. Kind of. Come on. And we say even had your truth. We even had a. Uh, Callers call, you know. You oh, go that back. one that's, actually that's is my gr- favorite one. It's a I great think. episode. It's we, a bunch of vo- voicemails. We just let people call in. We let you, the listener, call in and talk about Drake, and we just played them unedited. Mm-hmm. Well, one person volunteered their phone number. We did edit that yeah, out. Yeah, we edited that out. But otherwise, just, we just let it run. It was very, like, raw and real. Liked it. That was the best one, because we had to do the least work on that one. I yeah, think. it was awesome. Um, And then, if you've been listening to the last few episodes sort of embarrassing yeah. but we were told by people above us that things were in the work to have a a very big guest on who is part of the namesake of this podcast we'll yeah. say and it didn't you might even say he is october's very own yes um but for whatever reason last minute um did did not come through yeah we don't way. know why yeah. So we had an opening for a guest and um, just kind of filled it, I guess. Um, so can we just say that we did we didn't we have a well we have a guest we have a guest it's not it's, it's not who you're thinking it's it's not it's not Drake it's not Drake it's not Drake I'm sorry if you thought it was I thought that maybe it would be we thought we could try to do a podcast kind every of the day whole point of the podcast that we could hang out with Drake fucking talk to Drake but instead we have. Um, just uh, Dan. We have Dan Meyer from he from runs Vice. Our, he runs our equipment. This is room. Vice Equipment Room Manager Dan yeah. Meyer. Hi, hi guys! Thanks for having me. Hey, yep. so, <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Well, that makes one of us. I, <laughs> okay, um, you're not. Uh, no, I'm. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah thanks. For you're not coming on. 
<laughs> well, I'm Drake. I'm Drake like. In what way are you Drake like? <laughs> name I, I name one I'm, way. I'm bigger than life. <laughs> you know, I look like a dad from a distance with my paunch. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. I'm generally sad. So, hmm. like, in some ways, I think I am like Drake. You were the closest thing we could get to Drake. That's not at all how we picked it. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, it's after six and everybody went home and you, Dan was the one person left. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and also, like, like Drake, I'm always around. Right. You yeah. Know, so I was Drake bit, is always around. He's yeah. always around wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm here. So it's like the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, if the viewers are upset, I'm sorry, but, like, just think of this as the second best thing probably the second best thing yeah. we could find um did you try rihanna we put it in an ask did you try um rick ross oh i didn't we try tried rick Ro- richard ross well, richard, i'm thinking that was probably that was probably freeway rick ross i emailed rick ross at football.com org it's org org you probably got a mailer daemon out of that one um did you try Nicki minaj <sighs> Did this you is, were supposed to reach out to Nikki? No, I was. This is so stupid because, like, <laughs> well, I, literally up to this I'm, morning, I'm gonna, I thought we were going to come in here and I thought we were going to get to hang out with Drake for a little but bit. But we would know. I'll come. Even I would know in the equipment room if Drake was coming, and like I knew mm. it wasn't happening. So you're delusional. Well, we were just why we. Everybody had, knows when a celebrity's coming. We in the had. Office. Didn't we have somebody in the office today? Uh, yeah, actually, Ty Dolla Sign was yeah. here in the office. So it's not that right, so wait, fucking crazy that okay, Drake would have come to the fucking <laughs> office. Like, right. well, you bring up has Ty- he ever come here before? No. Drake's never been here. Never been this was going to be his first time. He, Justin he bust- Bieber almost came one time. Yeah, he's he Canadian, almost right? skateboarded. Yeah, he's he's Canadian. And a skateboarder. Does Drake ever skateboard? I don't know if Drake skateboards. I don't think so. He's co-opted the style a little bit. Yeah. Dress. He, he, but I don't think... Drake's not... Drake has never... Held a skateboard. I'm gonna go on record and say that. Holding one. Can I Google it? Yeah, Google it. Let's then, see if Drake. So the viewers can see it too, right? Because yeah. this is how it works. Because this is this is a visual podcast. VP. What a great consolation to not having to hear Drake, is you get to hear Dan Meyer Google. <laughs> well, the good thing though about Drake, and as I've been learning, listening to him in preparation for this, right. you prepared for this? Yeah. Well, I listened to um, Take Care. Yesterday. Take Care. Yeah. And this was is, was it the was this the first time you listened to Drake? Well, no, purposefully. So, yeah, it was the first time I'd ever like chosen to listen to Drake mm-hmm. and listen to a full album attentively. Like I'd heard the radio song. Okay, to, full disclosure, the only songs I could have told you about were Hotline Bling and uh, Controller. Yeah, because my I had a girlfriend when those songs were coming out that really liked him, mm-hmm. and so she was like, "Listen to these," and then I was like. Because it was like they came out one after another, right? Right. So I heard them, and she's like, "This is the cool stuff." And then I was like, "Then I would hear it in cars, like Ubers, or in a bodega." Yeah. Like not the whole song ever. And did those do anything for you? What you heard? It would be not stuff I liked. And um, <laughs> you didn't like Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling. Who liked, didn't like I mean, Hotline Bling? I liked Bling. the sample, and I know you know yeah. I, I knew I had heard that before somehow. Mm. This what he used, and then like I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like a worse version." But again, I'm trying to be open-minded right. about all of this as I'm going into it. Um, but I was going to say, had Drake been on the show, and the main thing I noticed is that he talks through his nose and his head. He talks with his head. He doesn't ever sing, like use his chest mm-hmm. or his lungs. It's always... It's, it's a, a nasally. So if 
Oh, but I guess if the Drake fans are listening, they like nasally things. So I could talk in my nasal for the rest of the show, and it'd be. A little I'd bit prefer if you like. I'm prefer. I was I was watching Drake that. SNL skits today. Oh yeah, and uh, they're pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're good. There's that one where he was on uh, Weekend Update with that guy Jay Farrow, who yeah. I don't think he's on the show anymore, but he does all like all the impressions, <laughs> yeah. and he's like. He's like, uh, he's kind of like, actually, man, you're not really talking like me. He's like, no, man, I talk just like you. And he's like, no, you don't. And he's like, say, say, yeah, man. And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, <laughs> they're like yeah, impersonating man. each other. Yeah. yeah. It's, so that's so the a... nasal thing isn't like a revelation. No. no, like no people, people that's that. his yeah. style. Yeah. Do, do other rappers or musicians peg him for that? Like, do they make fun of him? Or is it like just you... a style? No, I think it's just a style. And they're like, okay, think... he sings in his head. Yeah, I don't think anybody's like coming at Drake for sounding nasally. They come at him for sounding like soft, and I guess you could they say, say that, soft. that you could say that his like sing-songy approach is is bad, or it gets or, criticized for well, but that. But it's not tough. But yeah, right. And rap is often a place for exposing how tough you are. Traditionally, the genre has been that, but that's actually we actually talked about that on the last Did you episode. Listen to any of the episodes of this podcast? No. <laughs> Christ. Why would I? I mean, come on. Like, this is like one of the. I mean, I'm going to be clear, and I think maybe part of the reason you brought me on is because Drake is not within my interest um, circle. Can paint the interest circle for yeah, our what, listeners. What, what would you describe as being in the circle of Dan Myers' interest? Well, I mean, I grew up listening to punk music. You know, at a very young age, was given like the history of Western or the decline of Western civilization as like my kind of here's your first tape. And then, like, went into the roots of punk, like, was just listening to the basics, like, you know, Sex Pistols, Clash, Ramones, Misfits. Took a real liking to the Misfits and then went down through that sort of lineage of, you know, melodic punk into hardcore. And then, like, as hardcore started to get more tough guy in my friend circle, I kind of took the indie route. Like, you know, a lot of the punks would kind of split. Like, the skateboarding punks were like, you're either going to go straight tough guy or you go, like, indie. And, like, I kind of joined, like, the indie camp, like, into, like, Fugazi territory towards, like, even weirder stuff into, like, Modest Mouse and then Blonde Redhead and Built a Spill and then the older, you know, 90s indie pixies and everything. And then to the point where, like, my friends were playing, like... Uh, Mad Ball in the car, and I would be listening to Bell and Sebastian. Right, but what, and, what's in, but what's in your interest circle now? So the, a lot of that, and then mm-hmm. and then into country music. Well, not American. even music, not even music. Like what's in your oh, circle I like of interest? Skateboarding, whiskey, and breaking things, and like tripping out and like looking at psychedelic shit. Mm, like basically, yeah. like a, a heavily like sort of like druggy. Lifestyle. I don't think this is Drake. I don't think this is his interest circle at all. Yeah. When so that's the thing. So like I was listening. So I listened to Take Care last night for the first time, and I think I tried to count the amount of times he complains about being drunk. And I'm like confused. It's like he's always acting as if he's like upset to have gotten drunk. And I'm like, well, then why did you drink? Like that's the point of it. And yeah. you achieved your goal. And then, he's and then mad. now you're upset. I'm drunk again. You know. I'm like. Whatever, dude. Like you drank it, and <laughs> like I like music where they're like, "I'm drunk." Like, yeah, you know, like they get psyched on it. <laughs> so that's kind of one of my confusions. Like, does he have a problem? Yeah. Does he need help? Does he need help? Is this something you guys have been talking about? Uh, He's, well, we have, for help. I actually, I was thinking about this today. Actually, we were because I've been re- just reflecting on uh, whether or not I like Drake at this point. Yeah. 
and I actually think I like him a lot more than when we started. And I actually am very impressed that he stayed this normal, considering. Like, yeah. you're looking at Justin Bieber lately, and you're like, I mean, Justin. I mean, he's gone. And I, you can't even really say that, like, oh, Justin took off younger. I mean, certainly he was a much bigger celebrity as a kid, but Drake was, like, always on TV as a teenager. Like, he was in Degrassi, as we talked about in one episode. You know, so he was always a public person. He is a child star. I mean, he is. He didn't have, like, he wasn't the most famous 15-year-old in the world like Justin Bieber was. But, you know, he still was public young. And so I think think considering, it's amazing how normal he is. Well, I think that Justin likes to get (laughs) fucked up. And, like... Like, I don't think Drake does. You don't think Drake likes to get fucked no, up? No, and I think he maybe says, oh, I'm drunk again, or, like, he kind of pretends to be this, like, s- club celebrity Definitely. bottle service guy. But, like, like, I wrote one of my notes. It was, like, he's talking about alcohol a lot, but he's never looked drunk. Well, you, like, you I've should never check seen a out. photo of him. And well, you see, like, him, like, popping bottles, but you never really see him drinking. It's the it. same with weed. By the way, I just want to mention. Oh, yeah, we wrote, you wrote an article. We did. We, did. we did. We did an episode with Krishna. And yeah. I want to mention, too, uh, we did a uh, an episode recently this week about Drake's bar mitzvah. Drake had a 31st birthday last night or two nights ago. Oh, he's very young. He's, uh, yeah, he had a re-bar mitzvah party. It was like his 13th. That's 13- really stupid. And I forgot to even mention that a very nice... That's uh, not even a part of any tradition. A very nice sleuth on the internet, uh, Instagram DM'd me with a, a boomerang of him, like, taking a hit of a joint. And it was kind of the same thing we were talking about. Where yep. It was just a very quick non-hit. And maybe it's the same thing with drinking. Well, I think it is. Yeah, and it's I fine. think It's fine. No. He knows his limits. Well, but yeah. He, maybe he shouldn't be co-opting like, the, the fucked up lifestyle if he's not actually living it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, it's I mean. And, but it, that, yeah. Well, and so, without representation. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is interesting. I, I, so on the, on the weed episode, I. You know what would have been fucking great if we could have just asked him? If yeah, he was it would have been good here, if he was here. We'd be like, hey, Dan, Drake, do no you offense, want to stand? No, I'm we could just fucking ask and him. clairvoyant <laughs> and somewhat psychic, so I can channel a lot right, of Yeah, things. he's channeling. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I said this on the, uh, the. Uh, Kid Does Drake Not a Smoke Weed podcast where he, I said there's only two references to Drake smoking weed in his music and I was actually wrong. There's a couple more. But I forgot about this one and I actually wanted to make a point where it, it's on a song called Both uh, that he put on Gucci Mane's uh, mixtape that he put so out last like year. like the both of them. Um, well, the song is called Both, and it's like it's about being like drunk and high, mm-hmm. and so the hook, the both hook both being, drunk and high. Yeah, and it's the, not both me and my mom. No, <laughs> it, but the hook is I don't usually do this unless I'm drunk or I'm high, but I'm both right now. Got me talking about life, and it's and like see that's hot. It, it's so childish. No, well, that's see, and that that's what I mean. Thing. Where it was like it's like this is a perfect example of like Drake just acting. Like a certain way, and just like he, you know, it's like he's so performative. He's he's like he he's definitely like we're drinking beers right now. And if he had like two of them, if he was here, if he wouldn't have been a coward and came on the podcast, well, he would he had two shots fired. Uh, I wouldn't call him a coward. But I'm just like, saying, I'm just saying, fault. I'm just saying. Well, here, think about, if he had two beers, he'd be like, oh, still I'm welcome yeah, to come I'm on. I'm fucked up. Yeah, if Drake, Drake, if you do <laughs> we'll want to still come on and make a special. Yeah, if you want to come back, we'll do a special <laughs> well, edition of October's very own. So you know what is interesting if you if you look at like a lot of sort of that American lineage of like rock music from the 70s and 80s, like Jackson Brown, Warren Zevon, the band, Almond Brothers, the Dead, even like they're all t- Fleetwood Mac, like huge, huge heavy drug users and yeah. drinkers. But they always like 
sort of wrap it in a metaphor or an enigma. Like they'll like it'll be like a Jackson Brown song about a woman named like I forget it's on one of the it's like a, it's about like Marlene, but like Marlene is meth, right? Right. So he's like singing about Marlene, and it's for the the people who know to like put it together that Jackson Brown has like been doing meth on the road, and like so like true users like don't talk about it. Like they're gonna wrap it in a metaphor and kind of like. Be like, oh, people who have a Coke problem will know that I'm talking about Coke. Yeah, because they know what Coke they is. They know what Coke know is, but it's actually, it sounds culture. like a song about Darlene, you know? Right. And, like, whereas Drake is, like, actually just talking about being messed up in his head, and he's probably sober. But he's well, calling his head screw-ups. He's blaming, like, he's, like, whereas, like, one th- Coke is Darlene, like, Darlene is alcohol to Drake. Well, I think this right? is, like, being mm-hmm. a product of, like iPhone generation where you can't do anything that you don't Instagram. You know, it's the same thing. Like, Drake will not do anything just for the sake of doing it and enjoying it. He's got to do everything with a purpose it's to just show like people to show about people. Yeah, it's like we were talking it. about with his Instagrams. Like, why is he Instagram storing his fucking furniture? Like, that's just for sitting on. Mm, you don't mm, have to show mm. the world that you have. No, like, furniture is very furniture. interesting. Furniture is like, oh, you're <laughs> surrounded by it every day. There's levels of complexity within it. I mean, I'm not upset about that. No, but and it's not just something you sit on. But I will say, though, I think Dan's point is not to come at the idea of furniture as like art or as something that yeah, could be appreciated. Furniture is absolutely an art. Correct. But I think, I think it's more like Drake probably talk to does. Talk Corbusier about Okay, this. all right. <laughs> yeah. Drake, but like. <laughs> talk to Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> Ever heard of them, buddy? <laughs> that is just furniture. Um, but like Drake is, Drake is probably not appreciating that i think and he's more just like like being like oh look at this like he's doing it for the instagram story rather than the actual appreciation he's making himself relatable i sit down too see now i'm apologizing for drake (laughs) you know i don't know how i become an apologist yeah you're a drake apologist suddenly Mm, just the furniture stuff (laughs) because that is within my shared interest circle of his you're a big furniture guy too oh wow this is so interesting this is so much better than having actual drake Drake. yeah Yeah. well i bet i'll go on record to say that i bet dan meyer has better opinions about furniture than drake i don't know he has more money so he might have more experience with higher end stuff I've only looked at it in books and like gone to stores and tried it out. Is that actually you do have a lot? stuff? Go to stores and just try out furniture a lot. Yeah, we, do you? Uh, yeah. What stores yeah. do you go to and do this? There's, they're, well, they're, I think the best one in New York is called Fresh Kills. They just moved down to Industry City. They're a great collector of mid-century and industrial furniture. Two Jakes was down the street for a long time. They were good. You ever just go to IKEA? No, I don't like IKEA. Fuck IKEA. This is not the, what we're here to talk about. <laughs> Um, so, but I think, um, so yeah, I listened to Drake. You listened to Take Care. I listened to Take Care. So, Dan, really, so yeah, Dan asked me to give him a record to listen to, and I think that Take Care is Drake's opus, so I said listen I to Take Care. I listened to it today also. Oh, really? I, oh. I heard, well, yeah, I thought we were, I was going to oh, yeah. talk about, <laughs> I anyways, think when yeah. you say the word opus, I want to, I want to <coughs> take that word, and then I want to cut it in half. Call it anus. Okay? I get you. And then I want to add the letters E, D, I. In between the O and the Puss. Okay. Oedipus. Got it. Okay. I think the entire album is one massive declaration of him being obsessed and in love with his mother. Do you think he knows it? I don't know. And this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about because I feel like I maybe like had a breakthrough listening to this. I was like, this is all about mommy issues, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like very reflexive the way he's talking to women as if he was their parent but expecting nurturing and... 
I have like a lot of thoughts on this, but then like I heard his grandmother recording at the end of it that like almost confirmed it. And I was like, oh, this is not a breakthrough. This is just like a full on thing. Like, well, I don't, like I don't, this is, is this what the album's about? Because all the like tracks, like Take Care, was it Proud of You? Yeah. Um, like Practice, look, You're look Doing what It you've Wrong, done. Look What You've Done. It's all things that like your mom or a, fa- a parent would say to you. But he's saying it all to women. And there's also this like heavy level of abandonment. And I'm thinking like he's apl- he wants all women to act like his mother, but then he's afraid they're going to leave. And he blames them. I don't know. It's, it's very Eric, com- what, complicated. Do you know what, uh, what Drake's relationship with his mom is like? He's very good. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. But I, I looked through, uh, I went deep into his Instagram today. A lot of photos of his dad. I almost never see his mom. Uh, well, but his father, from what I was explaining, my, my roommate Billy, who seems to know a lot about these things, told me that Drake was pretty much raised and supported by his mother unconditionally. Yes. She got him into the business of fame, mm-hmm. and his father was somewhat absent yeah, in his yeah. life. And so he's like, is really, he's almost like a single child. Yeah, his parents divorced uh, when he was like it's kind of five. like Bieber, right? Well, I don't know. I thought his parents were together and like helped him become famous. That I, I know uh, his dad helped him. His dad Bieber's sucks, dad is like twenty he? years old. And, like, <laughs> yeah, he's basically <laughs> younger than Justin Bieber. Is. Um, so he wears no, no, uh, I mean, true religion jeans. Yeah, like this is this is this is this is Drake and his. Mom, oh, she looks like you know? like Barbara Streisand or yeah. something. She, she's she does. White. Yeah, she I is. Think it's she's worth a Jewish lady. Yeah, she. Yeah, Drake has mixed parents. Drake's mm. father is black, and his mother is white. Okay, well, so um, when, Catholic Jewish. So I was listening right. to. Um, when did I have the vision? I had a vision uh, during the song right after the Rick Ross song. Which um, I'm look that. Up. I don't know if it's that. Uh, is the one with Nikki? No. Is the one after Nikki? No. Uh, you know who a, I bet would piece, know is Drake. Uh, if Drake so, was here, we could ask him. To come on the podcast. So it's after the Rick Ross song, which was too loud. But um, <laughs> Lord knows the, that's a great song produced by Just Blaze. Yeah, it's too loud. Actually, I thought if I had been in a Maybach, I would have gotten it, but my uh, stereo was. Oh, this good. is uh, it's the uh, camera's interlude, okay. and then doing it wrong after that. Yeah, so I had this vision, and I I want you guys to sort of try to put yourself in this situation. Um. Oh, another thing that I noticed is that it's very de- – a lot of the music is very good for a dentist's office. Right, yeah. That was like, something you mentioned. It's, it's calm and smooth, and when you're on nitrous oxide, it sounds cooler. So I was listening to this song, and I was, like, thinking, like, imagining him very young getting his teeth cleaned because he's all about clean teeth and, like, looking clean. He's at a dentist, and they're, like, going to do some deep cleaning on him for his audition for Degrassi. And he's there and he's thinking about appearance and fame and like looking good for the camera and everything. And like they're putting him in a bunch of nitrous tank. He's inhaling nitrous and he's like looking at this, his mother. She's like backlit standing over him in the dentist chair and she's smiling and like proud of him for like being a good boy and like looking good. And he's hearing the, 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 the dentist while the nitrous is setting in. He's looking at her smile and like be proud of him. And that's kind of like what the whole album sounds like, is like this vision of like a smiling mother while like a machine is whirring and you want to be famous. I mean, I think that's a pretty good... I don't... I think you're the first one to have that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've never heard this take about Drake's mother in regards to Take Care in particular, and I think... Take Care, more like take care of your teeth. Dental care, more like... Well, yeah, but I mean, he talks about looking good for the camera and appearances and being good, and it's like... 
I don't know. It just it feels very much like he's trying to impress someone and make them proud. But then there's that reflexive side where I think he's holding like the women in his life to a standard as if he were a father or something. Like it's a weird. He talks down to women a lot. Yeah, he yeah. In a way that's like you should behave this way. You should do this. And I think he's kind of trying to fill the hole of not having a father by like acting out these um, sort of paternal behaviors towards women. But then also expecting nurturing from them as if they're his mother. See, Drake is uh, promoting the patriarchy. Absolutely, Definitely. good girls like you're. Oh, this is good. This is yeah. bad. Like who is you're he to say? Girl. Saying you, know you can't it. get married, don't get married. Like it's not your choice, man. Mm. It's, it's her choice. My body, my choice. Yeah, and like it's just it feels like he like thinks he has every right. Like controllers, like you're not. They're not robots, dude. Like they do whatever <laughs> they want. It's funny too because his his. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to more life. Um, but no, I, I didn't like it at all, so I didn't want to listen anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. But it, I but actually it, did not like the album. I it, have to say it. Yeah, no, it's okay. But it's fine. It's all good. Um, it, but but the, the the evolution of Drake from as like lyrical from a lyrical standpoint, he hasn't really evolved since then. Like that record came out six years ago now, right? Five, five six years ago, and um, six, yeah. And yeah, uh, I guess I should have listened to something more recent because I actually was one of my notes that I took while listening. I was like, I hope that. There has been some evolution since right. this. And I... Oh, I just burped into that word. <laughs> Works really good, yeah, bro. Good uh, thing Drake's not here. Yeah, yeah. thank God. Embarrassed. Um, Drake. But I, I think... I wore, uh, I'm wearing a tuxedo right now. I yeah. feel foolish. Straight yeah. up foolish. Dan Ozzy wore a tuxedo. I wanted to look good. I wanted to, I wanted to bring up one thing, though. Uh, something where I feel like maybe you and Drake would have something in common is that Drake uh, you know, has lines of clothing... Uh, we were oh. out recently, and you guys had an idea for a line of clothing. Whoa, whoa, Do you we, sh- we didn't finish discussing the... <laughs> you want to go hard left onto a different avenue here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. Because, okay, so if, I guess I said what my thing. I didn't get any insight in return. So <laughs> if you guys want to hit me up on Twitter or YouTube <laughs> and let me know if you think I was right, um, I my think email it... address is eric.sunderman <laughs> with two N's at vice.com. Yeah, that's Dan's. That's <laughs> Dan's right. my email address. Email address. Yeah, it's so eric. If you want to tell me your thoughts on Drake, email hit me up HMU. Yeah, HMU. IRL. IRL. Okay, no, so I think that, wanna... well, I will say. Well, I'm just trying to shift a little bit. We can get back to the music, but I'm just trying to, f- I'm very bummed that Drake is not here. So and I'm trying about... to just cover, at, like, these are the questions I would have asked Drake about his fashion line. You would have asked him about Cut by Cook? I would know. Well, let's get to it. <laughs> do you, Eric, do you want to explain this idea for a clothing so, line that you two idiots had one night? But the viewers should know, we're, 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 we're going off the topic of Drake now, and we're going to talk about Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> So just FYI, um, if you want to hit the little fast forward, couple a uh, couple of months well, wait, ago, let's at tie this it point. together real quick just mm. for the viewer. So Drake and Dane Cook similar are very similar in the fact that they get on stage alone sometimes. So that's right. the connection, and the, and they appeal to like large pockets of America. Yeah, yeah, they're, very yeah they're like really popular with frat boys. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. All right, Honestly, okay, so would, that's how we get Dane, Dane Cook, Cook would definitely so okay. a, Dane Cook is definitely a Drake fan. People don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Explain your clothing line that you two idiots came up with. Just to set the scene, I walked into a party and these two idiots are in the backyard of this bar. 
And they're like, we got this idea. Yeah. Million dollar idea. Pretty good. It, pretty, good idea. It, pretty it, it, And if, if you're interested in this, we are still taking investors. Well, yeah. Well, no, we have money. I thought you were going to say substances because you were taking well, substances. We, we, yeah. No, not today. <laughs> and, okay, so cut by Cook. If yeah. You, if you know Dane Cook, you know how he looks. Yeah. And if you like Dane Cook, you want to look like him. So, the guy's got boot cut jeans in spades. And he's made the whole boot cut thing pretty cool. And it only makes sense that he should have his own line of clothing yeah, called Cut by Cook. Cut by Cook. Which is going to be Dane's apparel for and, you. And it's all... It's all it's his it's, style. It's kind of like... Like a leather shirt. Kind of un, like a black leather shirt. Yeah, it's a little get, bit thread it's, worn. It's a little worn because it's like a working man. It's looser. It's a working it's like it man. Maybe wear a jet pilot like an for a everyday kind of guy. You sound like yeah. stepbrothers when they're pitching their karaoke. <laughs> it's it's are pitching it. Everyday kind of guy. It's an everyday kind of guy who's been through a lot and is. But he's tough. still he's sophisticated. Tough. <laughs> tough. He reads. Yeah. Reads GQ, yeah. but also wipes his ass with it because he doesn't need anyone telling him <laughs> what to do. Yeah, exactly. So, so from you know? from. And, from and the, it says so got, it says it right so on from on the, the four up. So we got like what kind of the boots, boots are, are we chunky, got, yeah, chunky, chunky, like <laughs> and these motherfuckers are not tied. I think because I just rolled out of bed, bed and threw them on. Yeah, okay. and, that and just like that's how my. Well, hair I imagine them kind of like a slide on boot. Yeah, kind of like a yeah. It's yeah. like a boot that's not meant to be tied. Mm-hmm. You can hop it on there yeah, and then. Yeah. Yeah, then the jeans are kind of like over them, but kind of tucked in, kind of not. Distressed. You're totally they're distressed. distressed. Yeah, yeah there might be a hole. This, there might be a hole. Oh, there's a little, some holes, a but like gingerly rip. Yeah. Just from when you had to bend over and pick up the rip. stuff, yeah. you know? And then I think the next part's the most important. Low is cut. N- low cut, but like a belt Big, buckle. chunky belt. Big, chunky belt Big buckle. Because you want to be belt. hooking your thumb on it a lot. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. be hooking your thumb, thumb when you're telling your jokes. Show you that little muscle. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then right there it says underneath, like right on the pocket, yeah, you know? Like where it just says, it says cut by cook. But then some of it is just like a line of, it's just like a pi- picture of like a knife. Cut by cook. Right. Well, it's like a knife, like cut. Well, yeah. wouldn't it obviously you be know the logo that he does, the hand? No, we're trying to get away from that. We're rebranding cut by uses that so no, much anymore. Like you know, actually, the funny thing is, thing? I did some. And then you're probably wearing a Billabong shirt. No, no, no. It's a no, U.S. Army no. shirt. Mm. It's a, it just says Army. Oh yeah, good. And point. it's it's so worn through that you can almost see like threadbare. Yeah, yeah. Thread, and it's, like, I, it's especially ripped at the bottom. Yeah. And is that cut like by Cook too? Yeah. Is yeah the shirt, oh, okay. Shirt, jacket, see, I think it's. I imagine it's like a Henley shirt that kind of shows up like a little collarbone. No, no, no. They're they're relaxed collar. Threadborn, thread, threadworn, vintage sort yeah. of military, or maybe like cook. Philip sixty six gas station, and then sort of like a know, non-functional, like a Route sixty six, like a yeah. non-functional is all over the place. Uh, weather bracelet, and not as many bracelets as Johnny Depp would wear, but like on that route, <laughs> one, one, you know, thick, like how Johnny Depp wears like eighty things, like mm-hmm. he, Dane might wear two or three. <laughs> yeah, he might have a leather necklace. <laughs> Do we with have some a beads. There's definitely a leather necklace. But it's not a lot. Not as many pieces. It's like it's subtle, but it lets you know it's there. Right. Yeah. Or like a big fossil watch. Definitely a with fossil like a, watch. With a chunky, again, distressed leather band. It's it's like it, it imagine it being the clothing, like being making love to Dane Cook. Well, like being, strong being and firm, by. but not not too much. No, being, being no being fucked selfishly by. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Cut like you, you want to fuck the world <clears> the same <throat> way he wants to fuck your girl. I think that Drake would look good in a in cook look. A, yeah, cook look. Yeah. <laughs> cook look. Well, because, yeah, he's got cook. this whole getting made fun of for sweaters and 
dad apparel. Like yeah. he could cool it up. He and could then, cool it up. He could call Dane Cook. The whole yeah. thing. Dress me. The whole thing smell like the clothes have a scent that smells like uh, cashews. What's that? Uh, what's that? <laughs> what's that drink that had like that alcoholic drink that caffeine in it? They got banned. Four loco. Yeah, I have four loco. <laughs> I think it should be Sparks because yep. he's a little bit older. Sparks. Definitely I was say sparks. sparks. But then I was like, did I make that up? No, no Sparks, sparks, is, sparks is, yeah. sparks is for the real heads yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. real cook heads. Shout out to the OCs and the punks. Yeah. yeah. So like, it kind of smells like Sparks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah. He smells like sparks and cologne. And you know like, what I think like we should do? Hair, hair pomade. I mean this in 100 since, it, like, like we should do... No, gel. Ellie looks gel. We should do... Ellie <laughs> looks gel. Yeah. Not pomade. That's, like, too biker. It's too koopy. Yeah. This he is needs Ellie looks gel. CVS. <laughs> pulled back. Maybe, like, like, some mousse. But he's had it since he's been using the same shit since yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He no. won't change. No, because it's like, why would you change? He like, is. I didn't change my shirt for four months. Why would I change my hair? He's just, like, Cook. Yeah. yeah, he just. I I think we should do cool guy on the street. And I'm not kidding. We got to do the next month long podcast that we about do every Dane day Cook. is going to be about Danko. But no, but here's the thing. So you guys need to do a little. Bit. I, so after we came up with this clothing line, I decided like I, I should maybe actually get to know who this guy is because yeah. I heard him a bit and been like this is bonkers. Yeah, but um, I looked him up and he's pretty much blacklisted from like the whole industry. Oh really? Because his brand of of extreme. Misogyny yeah. is like not cool <laughs> at all anymore. Yeah. The like, last... There was an era. I think he was like maybe ushered that era of comedy to the grave. Mm. And was, he like just you know, like up. in Goodfellas when they have it from the guy's perspective of the of the of the dirt being yeah. like poured on him in the grave. That's what Dane Cook saw like four years ago. Like the he saw I his saw generation of him was that uh, appearance on uh, Louie where he played himself. Yeah, and they did like the they joke kinda, stealer thing. Yeah, and they like argued on the show. Like, right, so that really might have been like a trying to save his career. Yeah, thing, but, but it didn't really do. Yeah, much, so like yeah. the extreme hardcore misogyny and like promoting rape culture thing. Yeah. Is it flying? That's mm-hmm. not really for good. To be reason. fair, yeah. it did not fly back then. But for some but reason, no, it flew. Like, it sold like yeah, right. in crazy. I mean, he, Rat Boys bought the records and they he, liked he, it. He didn't. He he played Madison Square yeah. Garden like multiple, multiple times, times yeah. right? Like so sold it flew, the, like, like many he, specials. He, didn't he call? Didn't he call his act like the Octagon or something like that? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> like, had it was like, like a, the, yeah, he was in the center and yeah, and it was like he would have his like sex symbol. He'd do like the fucking weird. But so hold on, I thought this was a Drake podcast. Well, yeah, sorry. Also, not. I just want to mention that you guys are doing this cut by cook thing which I think is very good yeah. uh, an upstart I'd like to get off the ground well, called- I don't think you remember the conversation because actually you and I are the partners in this yeah Dan Ozzie I think and I, I are came the partners, into and this Annalise 
is a fifty percent owner, and you and I are his twenty birthday party. Yeah, it was her idea. It was our idea at her birthday party. So mm-hmm. it was a gift to her. She gets fifty percent of the business, and then you, Dan, Ozzy, have twenty five, and I have twenty five. Oh, sweet. So then, what do I have? You're just a part of it. Okay, you're silent, just like a side partner. side guy. Wait, so but you, you, I'm giving you an opportunity to get in fifty percent of my business, which is like cut by cook, but it's cooked by cut. And it's just meals prepared by NFL superstar Jay Cutler. Right. And they're and they're meals that are explained. This is our business. I'm with you on this yeah, one yeah, too. Okay. And these meals are um, <laughs> I don't see why they're these written, can't operate in the same no, warehouse. Well, this is the thing. It's cut cut by cook and cooked by cut. <laughs> and Cutler's main genius in this cookbook series and ready to eat meals is that it's simple enough for even Dane Cook to understand <laughs> how to make. <laughs> So, like, he writes in a way that's like, boil that fucking beef, you know? <laughs> boil like, it. Yeah. Boil go, it. Go grab a handful of cabbage and throw he, it in the pot. He's got his thumb in, like, his, he's got yeah, his thumb ain't, in the, yeah. the, the... I ain't all talking the, about no sous vide. All the I'm ch- talking about fry that fucker, you yeah, know? All the like chapters are, like, latently misogynist, too, where sure. it's like, your girlfriend should be cooking this, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, we gotta yeah, be yeah, doing gotta this. Do and you're it. like, whoa. I'm uncomfortable with this. But I am hungry, so... So I'm gonna get this done the easiest way. I know how, and that's to fry that fucking beef. At <laughs> the end of every page, it's just get her done. Get oh, her done. Well, that's um, the other Joe the mechanic or whatever. Uh, Larry the cable man. Yeah. Guy. I like Joe the mechanic more. <laughs> He's fine. I'm always going to call him. Or Joe the plumber. That, was, the, that, that no, was an actual Joe, man. Yeah, that was an actual man. He was like a political pawn. You know, my stepfather's only television role was he was a background actor on the Jeff Foxworthy show for one episode. He carried a, a box through the warehouse. Was he... A clown in that one? No, no, that was no. his actual life. Right, that's a whole other story. Yeah, we won't get into that. Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> sounds interesting, but uh, that's for the real wait, heads. Wait, what were we talking about? Before? We were talking about Drake. Cut. No, we were talking about Dane Cook. Dane Cook. You think yeah. they've ever well, met so, Dane Cook and Drake? Yes. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to go to the, they. They played college towns and like. They're on the same circuit. No, but Dane point. Cook was. I'm just gonna look. No, I think they, if a picture exists. Dane, but go ahead. I think that I think that he was fam- Dane Cook was famous mm. before Drake got famous because Dane Cook. Well, no, because I think they had a pretty similar no. rises together. <laughs> no, because meteoric d- rise, meteoric, mediocre, mediocre, mediocrity is what yeah. ties them together. Hey, hey, I like Drake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but the music's really boring. No, it's good. Hey, oh, but you know what I noticed? I've played some of this like sort of academic psychedelic music for you. Yeah, some of this, like, really shout out Terry Riley. Terry Riley and and like um, John Cage and you know some oh, of yeah. the I mean, yeah. trippier, heavier stuff. And I I made a note last night while I was listening that like there is a really trippy element to this music. One hundred percent. It's very psychedelic, but it. What I took away from it was it sounds like I'm listening to some classic 70s psychedelic minimalist music while a friend of mine is complaining to me about a girl in the room. And I'm just trying to relax and like listen to this and trip out. But my friend's like, oh, this girl doesn't like me. I'm drunk again. I'm drunk. Why did you get me so drunk? This girl, oh, my God damn it. I miss my mom. Like, I you're, think- like you're like sitting there like, shut up. Like, so can you get his albums instrumentally? Can, Yo, well, I'm probably, big can, can I by Dane Cook, Cook on Twitter? Wait, are you kidding me? Yeah, one of Dane that Cook follows you on Twitter? No, he blocked me. He blocked you. Pretty amazing. Wow. So uh, we're gonna have trouble getting cut by Cook. No, to well, him. that's fine. Well, well so da- so let's edit around the part where we talked about Dane Cook. What the fuck? Kane Duke. Did you make fun of him? I maybe I guess. <laughs> 
Maybe he wants to lock us out of this cut by you know cook. It's really action. weird. I got I got blocked by a guy on Instagram and then he died recently. Oh yeah. So yeah, you're really blocked weird. forever. Well, it just was weird. I don't know what I said to offend him, but like. I think I made you're fun of him. You're blocked. Our producer, no, Rob, No, no, you're also. not blocked. His tweets are protected. Oh. No, but I... Yours actively said, said at Yours block. said blocked. Wait, so, uh, this is interesting. Why are his tweets protected? He's got 2 million followers. 3.4 Probably because he wants to be a little bit edgy. And you gotta <laughs> yeah, this is for the well, real. Actually, he is super edgy. The, the, the uh, banner ad on his on uh, is a uh, troublemaker. Yeah. Uh, He's, I'm actively he's, blocked. Yeah, Mine's no. is blocked. But none of us can see his tweets right now. Yeah, we can't. And I'm not going to follow him. And no, you should. No. How many? All right, well, can I go through some of my notes? Yeah, I was going to say, we should We should read some of Dan's. So Dan listened to Take Care for the first time yesterday. And while he did that, he took notes and he sent them to me. Um, and uh, <laughs> maybe but I didn't read them. Yeah, and I forwarded them to Dan and, and, Ozzie, and but he for didn't full, read them. In the interest of full disclosure, I had just gotten back from Colorado you were on vacation. On vacation, and I brought some chocolates home with me, the kind you can only buy in Colorado yeah. and Washington State. Right. Really. So I was uh, high as was hell. Was it like an Oreo or something? Well, it was, a, it was a chocolate bar called the Affogato by a brand called Incredibles. And <laughs> it's uh, awesome. coffee-flavored vanilla and chocolate mm. um, THC-infused oh, chocolate bar. Christ. You so two and your marijuana. I got hanked up <laughs> on THC before listening to this, which I think Drake would appreciate. Are you going to read them all? Well, I don't know. Would you, well, I don't know. I, I mean, think I don't know. Should we have Dan do a reading of his notes? Sure. It's a lot of notes. Right. You, you can scroll through and maybe like right. read some. And then, uh, wow, Jesus no, I think Christ. I think I, I think like, Dan, like live. I think okay. Dan should read Dan's right. notes. Ready? This is Dan's live tweeting. This is. I basically live tweeted it. This is softer than Enya. Is this made for dentist office? We went through that. What does headlines mean? Is this about him being famous? He talks about drinking a lot, but he never looks drunk or hungover. What is that about? Was this product, was this produced by the Postal Service? Do you mean the the band, yeah. the Ben Gibbard band? Or right. The, or the U.S. Postal like Service? The bleep bloopy parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben Gibbard. What is Shout the, out ben What Gibbard. is the fan base? Like everybody, I bet the, Ben Gibber's a listener. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of this podcast or the or uh, of Drake? This podcast. Yeah. Does this get a lot of play on adult contemporary stations? That's is a serious adult- question, though. No, like at least as far as I know. But it I, sounds like adult contemporary music. Why isn't it played like on Delilah? Don't come on. We can't. Uh, that's nationwide. No, but I mean, like you're gonna get a suit. Oh, I can say her tone. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> we don't know how it works. we don't know how it works, but we. It sounds like when you listen to Phil Collins and do whippets. <laughs> what what does the crew he is in love with look like? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh yeah, crew love. They all look like him. Nah. It sounds <laughs> way fucking better on whippets. Oh yeah, I did a whippet. <laughs> yeah, I can tell it's coming through. That you were doing whippets. To- this is just weird music. Is everyone super trippy these days? It's actually like I usually listen to lots of simple music while I am on drugs, and that makes it trip. But this sounds like music you are supposed to listen to sober I, to feel trippy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Why well, does he need Rihanna to take care of him? Well, that's when I started developing yeah. my other thoughts. I think there is a lot of Oedipus stuff going on. Who the fuck is friends with named Marvin? Uh, yeah, who <laughs> That's the a good point. Who's a friend know. named Marvin? And and Marvin's Room is like the most boring track on the album. That song's so good. But it's so boring. I was oh, like, well, I wrote good. Marvin's Room sounds very like a very boring place <laughs> to hang out. And then you have a quote here from a song. I think I'm addicted to naked bitches. And you wrote, cool thought, bro. Really original. Oh, got him. Shots fired. Well. Marvin's Room is a super boring place to hang out. Okay, he's drunk again. Poor baby. 
Why does he complain about being drunk? Isn't that the point of getting to dr- drunk? Why doesn't he just not drink? I'm getting to be positive and open-minded, but this is so boring. More trip sounds. <laughs> there are whole albums of trippy sounds that aren't interrupted by nasally whining. It sounds like listening to Terry Riley. I have said this already. Okay. Kendrick is talking about The Matrix, and that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Do people think The Matrix is a cool movie like this? That would make sense. I think The Matrix Should, is a good movie. And you like the Drake. And I like Drake. Shouldn't underground kings be one word? Underground. I don't know. You're the prank kings. <laughs> I think underground kings. Shout is out like, prank kings. Shout out prank kings 2K. Can we talk about prank kings? Prank, prank kings, kings 2K. is a uh, is a YouTube channel that Dan Meyer and his roommates have, have where they have <clears throat> where they prank each you other. You did the hundred prank hundred day challenge. Hundred pranks yeah. in hundred days. But except that the pranks aren't very good. Like there's one. No, they're good. Where he pranked his roommate by taking his door off the hinges, and then he waited. No, my roommate took my doors off. Yeah, and my he, door off he, my hinges. And he waited for you to come home and open the door, except right. that you ne- didn't come home that night. Right. So the video is just him waiting, and then he puts it back on the hinges. Right. That's not a prank. <laughs> no, it was. But no, it ended up me pranking him by not coming home. So that's how uh, I got the prank stank off myself. I just want to say... We, me and was, Annalise and Trey, who've been on the podcast, pranked Dan so good recently. That wasn't even a good prank. Cause and you this guys is how he prank. responded to it. He won't even take it. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, because I'm so, my name in Prank Universe is Solo Unprankable, which means I'm the only person that can't be pranked in the Prank Universe. And it's true because I don't have any prank stank on me. I've never been in the prank chamber. I'm Solo Unprankable. That's not, so but, are you, you were, but, but we pranked No, you. no, but that's the thing is if you prank me, it's not a prank. But it, I'm, it's, you can't just claim yourself unprankable. No, because what That's you like the kid up, who uh, you would be playing with and he'd be like, I have an, I have an invincibility shield. You just don't understand shield. the rules. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Yeah, I'm, invisible. invisible. You you I'm on base. Me. I'm on base. This is base. This chair is base. <laughs> I mean, so listen, I'm on base. You listen, listen. <clears throat> you weren't even invited into prank universe, okay? You don't know the rules of yeah, prank universe. that's what pranks are. You go into oh. somebody's universe. <laughs> no, but you're, prank universe is a thing. You don't know what you're talking about. I invented it. I'm God. I don't want to read the rest of these. <laughs> they were good, though. They're good there's, there's notes. A, I'm scrolling through. There's like five more scrolls. Uh, I'm see. Not okay. Uh, maybe the good ones go because you are not good. Um, it's a pretty mellow listen overall. I wouldn't even listen to it loudly. I wouldn't listen to it. I wouldn't ever listen to it loudly and attentively again because it, that makes it really demented. I think it's supposed to be background. Look what you've done. Another thing a mom would say to her kid. Um, he's trying to imagine what it's like to be a father. He's treating his love interests like children and then fearing their abandonment because he knows it's the child's nature to abandon. And I said, whoa, his grandma's actually on this. I'm just realizing the obvious here. This whole album is about moms. I started doing other things during practice, and that was nice background music. I tuned out after the grandmother message. But that's the end of the album. That's right? the end of the album. But I well, not the on, end. No, I listened to the deluxe edition. No, no, no. On Spotify, there's a few right? more songs after right. uh, yeah, like heard, what you've done. I heard that, and then I was kind of like uh, practice. Uh, well, then I started doing emails and I wish writing. I could fucking come on this episode. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm just letting you know <clears throat> yeah, my experience no, with Drake as a first time. Well, listener. is there anything we've been talking about him for like more than a full day, really? Oh, is there shit. is there anything that's fucked up? Yeah. Just, I mean, 
you Ooh. probably were able to say that you've talked to about Drake cumulatively, cumulatively for more than a day of your life. Yeah, 100%. I hadn't until 100%. this podcast. Is there anything about Drake that you want to know, considering we're like kind of unprofessional amateur experts at this point? Um, amateur Drake historians. I mean, I feel like I learned a lot, and um, oh, I guess the the one thing I do want to know is it seems like a lot of why do people like he's such a misogynist? It's really clear. Like, and I wish there was maybe a a woman here to talk to about this, but like, yeah. why is he so embraced and loved by women? When he, I've never heard, like, I haven't heard shit like this since the 60s, I feel like. Like, with, like, this abusive, controlling behavior and calling women bitches and, like, wanting to control them and not liking them. And it's, like, the the main takeaway I get is, like, you are my possession. I want you to be the thing for me. Like, I don't want you going out and hanging out with girls I don't know and drinking champagne if I'm not around. Like, you should be here for me always. Like, it's very kind of a pathetic, like, thing. And why mm. is it that so many women like him when he's saying all this stuff? It's, it's funny kind of because crazy. for one of our episodes, we were going to have uh, uh, someone on Broadway, which is women, uh, no, uh, Vice's women's interest site, um, feminist positive site, um, named Gabby. We were trying to have her on, and it kept getting bumped and bumped, and it ended up not happening. But she, you know, works for a feminist website and is a great writer, and she is a such a huge fan. And apparently, she has like a salamander named after yeah. Drake, or like yeah. a chameleon yeah, named she, after yeah. Drake. Yeah, I just want it's, it's something maybe we could talk to someone about. Yeah, I don't know time. if we're the ones to no, say he, that, but um, I mean, it, yeah, it's a very good question, a, and I think of, it's something that people wonder, and I think it's something that's been talked about more. In the last like year, or two years, um, especially with his album Views, which was kind of divisive critically, but people have started to talk about that more. And right. I think that, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's. He's no Dane Cook level. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes latent misogyny is more dangerous mm. than overt. That's a good point. I mean, I think that. I mean, I think he, he. Something also to keep in mind is that um, he's operating within a genre that is also traditionally sure. extremely misogynistic, sure. and um, but that's no excuse. Certainly. No, no, no. And no. I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm and just I guess saying. If you really I'm just think of like if you take his genre all the way to like Yin Yang Twins, like he's actually like a saint compared yeah, the to Whisper like, Song. Yeah. Whew. That song so. made me. That I hear that. I remember hearing that song when I was like. 18 or whatever and you're like, you know I was like uncomfortable scandalized <laughs> so like, I guess yeah maybe if, if within the, I mean within the genre of pop music misogyny has always been a mess yeah issue. it's like and it's actually, like humanity maybe, yeah. <laughs> but I you know what's funny is like sometimes you will see celebrities who are like really um, kind of clean and on their persona, but then like you hear that they're shitty in person. Right. right. I, for some reason, want to think that like Drake is shitty in his songs, but that he's somehow like actually more kind in real life. Yeah. And that kind of goes back into the drinking and alcohol and mm-hmm. weed thing where like maybe he like talks about this stuff but doesn't actually do it. Because you can kind of, I mean, this, I think the whole saying like don't judge a book by its cover is kind of bullshit. Like you can look at the guy. And tell that he's probably like a sweet mm-hmm. man, probably a good partner. Well, I still say that like he and then has, maybe he's it's, doing an act. It's amazing that he has endured this long in the very public eye 
with no major scandals, unless there's any that I'm that we gloss over. But like, you know, like he I, doesn't seem like a scandalous person. He just seems kind of boring. Mm. Like all that's why he's seen so much success. All though. of I mean, a sudden, it's coming out with like Harry. Henry, Henry Weinstein, Harry Weinstein, Harry Weinstein. So you can just say Weinstein, Weinstein. Every, yeah, Weinstein. <laughs> the Every, rapist. It's it's this type of thing where everybody is like, oh yeah, well here was Courtney Love talking about it five years ago. Here was like this actress talking about it like three years ago. Here, it's you know, like it's open like open secret. Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like if if something happened with Drake, w- would there be a lot of stuff where we're like, oh well, this person was talking about how mm. shitty Drake was. Like I think he has a fairly clean rep. I mean, I he's th- like Derek as, Jeter. As far as like comparing him to a sexual predator, I think his, <laughs> yeah, his, sure, his, his sure. rep is I don't probably think he has any reputation. Um, uh, I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, uh, but then again, I don't know anything. But there's about been it. there is a lot of great writing um, on the internet that you should check that listeners should check out that is about this subject that is by like very um, uh, qualified and woke. and 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 uh, I mean, but like in a good way, woke, but just like really great. Um, women writers who who have tackled these subjects that it's very complicated because of the genre of the history of like humanity <laughs> and and uh, and I think that it's it's a very good question and one um, to think about and um, I think that I think that Drake kind of he he's he's definitely gotten by and we've talked about this a lot on the pod but like how. Um, He's he's gotten by by being like relatable. He's like he is he is like me. He is you. He is like the millennial like he, existence. And so because he's like relatable and he makes this music that is like considered soft and sensitive, it's like kind of almost forgiven in this weird way. And I think that that's not forgiven, but just like it isn't challenged. Maybe in the way if it was maybe more overt or like it's kind it's kind of like it's like back. It's like ba- it's like trying to it's like self-deprecating, like you know? Back? No, like yeah, backhanded, like, back, like backhanded, backhanded is what I was going to say, but I didn't want to quite make that statement, mm. but like it's it's like self-deprecating and so he's trying to like but and so he frames this like kind of, these kind of like weird lines about maybe he's being women. critical of the thing like by presenting a certain persona, he's actually kind of criticizing it. May, no, I don't think it's that sophisticated. No. I think that it's just that he um, presents it in a way that is kind of self-aware, where it's like if I call myself shitty, um, and, and then I can get away with doing oh, but this. I hate that. No, totally. Like I, hate I, that. I absolutely. But I think that that. Like, oh, you're so stupid, but you keep doing it. Yeah, There's it's no a, excuse. It's like it's like how just change your behavior. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I I think we could get another month out of this. <laughs> well, we got to get like, Keep you got to get a real psychoanalyst going on. You got to get like, because if you got a bunch of idiots like me on this podcast, mm. I don't imagine it's anyone learned anything. did for the last month. Like, did you get any like actual like people who understand anthropology and the history of music? Like, on, we like, had, um, I mean, you guys, we had a guy who right? hung out with them for two hours one time. <laughs> okay. We had, uh, who was that? Dylan Coburn. It was Dylan Coburn. I'm not gonna say anything negative about him. I'll yeah, get like tape. Him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this is this is this, how it ends. Yeah, this on is a it. Right, guys, a... thanks for having me. Well, um, yeah, hold on. <laughs> it was you good. can follow you Dan can, on Twitter. Leave? I mean, not Twitter. No, you can leave Instagram. I don't want to leave. I okay. thought we were. I thought you were. I was we were wrapping up, but goodbye. this is like a big month. You know, this is a big this moment is it. for us. We've been doing this for a month. Well, I know, and thank you for making me the most important part of it. Well. And having me as your finale, because I know that like it was probably hard to wait. Um, 
Waiting is the hardest part. Waiting and I really appreciate, like, I know you guys wanted to have me on for every episode. Yeah. Um, but you knew I just didn't have time for that. Yeah, you so had So, like, I appreciate you just bringing it to me for the finale because yeah. you knew I'm going to yeah. be the best. Yeah. The grand finale. Grand finale. When you're watching the fireworks and that last one's just that that huge explosion oh. in the sky. That's Dan Meyer. Oh. Well, I also want to thank. Yeah, we got a list. We got to do our, like, our, our run of thanks now. Um, shout outs. Our shout outs. Our producer, who's had to sit and listen to this, like, every day. He's nodding. <laughs> yeah. Rob Schulte. Is that right? Schulte. Rob I Schulte. I going to forget his last That's name. It's so insulting that you've been working with him for a month and you don't remember his well, name. You know well, why? you know his last name. We just didn't know how to pronounce it for yeah. sure. You, never you, know, when you, you know when you see somebody's name on email all the time and you're like, oh, yeah, I got that, but you only know it visually? I'm like, oh, oh shit, I've never said it out loud. That's some kind of disorder I don't Yeah, well, have. everybody has Dan Meyer. That's easy. Yeah. Rob yeah. Schulte. Dan Rob Schulte. Um, Rob, Rob's work is on robschulte.com. Rob K. Schulte. Rob K. He's a great producer. Um, can, uh, if you make podcasts, contact him. Yeah. Um, Do you edit this too? Nice. Yeah. He's yeah. He's had to listen these. to all of these. Think about um, what, what hell that is. I also want to give a shout out to, uh, our intern Maria, uh, Maria, Marina Koslock, who was uh, yeah. standing in when Rob wasn't here, yep. and she did a great job, and she rules. And I'm sorry, I just called her Maria by accident. Uh, yeah. Clearly, I'm at I the end of a long Dan month. Ozzie's bad at names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's been he's been pretty good. I've been with pretty all good. I just um, at the then, end of a month. Uh, our our um, uh, the the podcast <laughs> producer here at Vice, Sophie Casis, she's been great. Um, Shout out to all of our guests. All um, of our guests. Rember. We had a lot. Yeah, Rembert, Heems, Heems, Brittany Spanos. Brittany Spanos was great. Um, Trey Smith. Annalise Dominicini. Yeah. How did I not fuck that one I up? Don't I don't know. Got, yeah. yeah. Um, Leslie Horn. Um, Lawrence Bernie. Lawrence Bernie. Colin Joyce. Yeah. Colin Joyce, Drew Millard, Austin Walker. Drake. No, no, Drake, Drake. Drake. Hillary Pollock. Hillary Pollock. Pilot Virouette. Larry Fitzmaurice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I fucked that up, too. I think it's Fitzmaurice. Well, he won't care. Um, and to you, Eric, oh. I want to say thank you to you, Well, thank, Eric. thank you to you, Dan. And I want to say oh, thank our, you. Oh, our ID guests. Our ID guests. Um, uh, Andre and Hannah. Yeah, Andre and Hannah. Um. So, who else? Man, we've done a lot of episodes. We've we talked about Drake. In case this is for some in. reason, the Jonah first... Jonah Bayer. Jonah Bayer. Bayer. <laughs> God damn it, John uh, Smythe. It's Smith, Eric. Actually, God damn it. Um, uh, in case this is your... Isabella Herrera. Oh yeah, she. Shit, that was a great episode. In case this is uh, your first, for some reason, in case you started at the end. We talked about Ernest Wilkins. We talked about Drake. Oh, Ernest is awesome too. Ernest Ernest talks great. about Drake's our, our uh, intern sports. Tiffany Wines. Tiffany Wines. We talked about Drake's Instagram. We talked about Drake memes. We talked about Drake Rob McRae. Oh, Rob. He was on a couple episodes. Drake's birthday. What Drake's Saturdays are like. What Drake's Sundays are like. Drake's clothes. We talked about uh, Drake's. Is Drake good at sports? Is oh Krishna and Devolo talked oh, about yeah, Drake, Krishna. Drake's weed habits? Uh, gamer Drake. Yeah, that was Austin. We talked about Gamer Drake. I think we got them all. Um, shout out to CL for letting us do this. I don't think she actually wanted us to do it, but we <laughs> but did she it did. anyway. She, we, you know, we, um, 
Who else? Shout out to Noisy. Shout out to Noisy for being a great place that allows us to do things like this. Well, shout out also to our listeners. Yes. We're wonderful. And maybe write in if you want to hear that Dane Cook podcast. Because guess what, buddies? We'll do it. Bye, Cook. Dane Uh, Decembers. The email address is S H A N E (laughs) at vice.com. Yeah, just subject line cut by cook. Cut by cook or podcast idea. Podcast idea directed to Dane. No, just say Eric Sunderman gave me this email address (laughs) S H A N E at vice.com. Shout out to Shane. Shout out to Spike Jones. <laughs> Spike, who didn't come on the He didn't podcast. come on the podcast. Well, we didn't, didn't would, we, we would have asked him. He would have. Shout he out probably, to Deezus and Miro, so who didn't come on the podcast. Yeah, Deezus and Miro right, said they were going to. I'm not going to use any of that. Deezus and Miro said they were going to, but then they didn't. Don't talk trash. You're going to give them trouble. <laughs> <laughs> How much of this do we have to cut? Probably yeah, a lot. Probably a lot. Cut well, okay. Oh, we should have Dane Cook edit something because that's you know when they call editing you're cutting it yeah so if he edited his own commercials the commercials for cut by cook would be cut by maybe he's he's probably a crazy editor rob i don't want to step on your toes here but dane cook might have a second career as a podcast editor that's cut by cook cut by cook (laughs) what a great place to end a month of drake is just on a dane cook reference that you idiots made up in a backyard it's funny uh so thank you if you've been with us for this entire weird month of October. You're yeah. welcome for having me on. Dan, not you. I'm talking to the listeners <laughs> right now. <laughs> this has been, this I was is... just welcoming you for because I knew you weren't going to thank me. <laughs> oh, and thanks to Dan, thanks Meyer, to Dan Meyer, our final guest. The vice You're equipment welcome. manager. Not the one we planned, but dance with the one who brought you to the dance. And you, you know, know what? Yeah. You know what I, You know who I want to say thank you to? I want to say thank you to Drake. Yeah, for, I guess. For giving us a kaleidoscopic <laughs> personality. <laughs> That is diverse enough to talk about every day for a month. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. This has been October's Very Own by Noisy. Well, thanks for listening. If you Shout out to for just asking me for a number from Mushrooms over text message. <laughs> Please stop. We have to cut this Shout out. Shout out though. We have <laughs> This has to all be cut out now. She goes, are you at Cool. Basically, told me that has a number for mushrooms, <laughs> and she wanted me to ask him, but I wasn't sure if would be weirded out. So, can you ask him for me? Okay. Since Rob, <laughs> since Rob has to cut all this, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a fresh uh, ending here. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.